Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. (laughs) We are going to do a new segment called Shoot Back, where I get feedback from you guys on what you think about the show. So let's see what everybody's talking about Money's Crazy Mind this week. Am I reading that right? I don't remember doing that. I thought you guys liked the show. What the hell's going on here? I didn't do that. Oh, you guys are just going to make blind accusations about me now? I get it. Just because I'm doing Scientology, right? Okay. I'm sick of it. Doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack, what's upsetting? What the fuck is that? It's something funny. Made for you to laugh at. You're destroying America with your rap. You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat. The only way I would ever apologize is if I had my face buried in your sister's eyes. Okay, I'm sorry for what it's worth, but the best part of you was the afterbirth. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. You can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. Hello, hello. Ah, there we go. There we go. Last person that was in the studio didn't turn the mic back on. Tim Buck, too. I'm already in a bad mood, and then Tim don't turn my mic back on. Welcome into the asylum this week. I am, of course, Lee. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call Ghostbusters because they ain't control. Mother fucking money and I am on one this week as you can hear from the music playing behind me it's gonna get extreme this week and God you know thank God the last thing I watched was a promo that Paul Heyman did back in 2000 when ECW discovered that TNN, the network that they used to be on, fuck your Mike. Well, fuck your job, Tim. Congratulations to Tim Buck too, by the way. He he is the new executive producer for Redline Radio LLC. Now I know what you're thinking. That used to be my title. Well, as of the same day that Tim got promoted. I was uh, asked if I would take on the position of the studio the station manager here at Redline Radio, and I, of course, agreed. So congratulations to myself as well. I don't like to toot my own horn, which is why I put Tim over first. But if he's going to say, fuck your mic, I say, fuck your job. But no, I love Tim. Congratulations, Tim. But yeah, I am on one this week. 
And, you know, it, it's so funny. It's so funny that that just so happened to be the last episode of ECW I actually watched. Where Paul Heyman's going off about them making a, a backhanded deal with uh, WWE. While the, still, ECW was under contract to them. And it just boggles my mind. Because the one thing that I never really wanted to do, because I do appreciate everything that these people do for us. And when I say these people, I mean Facebook. I'm Oh, whoa, 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 don't want that. Uh, I mean Facebook, YouTube, all those places. You know, it, it, it's, it, it sucks that I have to do this. Hey, yo, what's up, Dave Wallencheck, boss man? But... You know, we work hard to do what we do. We work hard to put the content out there that we that we do each and every week. And I, I can tell you guys honestly, you know, I love being a part of everything that we do here at Redline Radio. It, you know, now being the station manager before that when I was the uh, uh, executive producer, and then even before that when I was just producing shows on the side and being a content host just like I still am here today. But the fact that I jump on the Money's Crazy Mind Facebook page and see that three of my episodes are going to be banned for not even for copyright content, but for just saying a word. And it wasn't even a four-letter word that you would think that would get me banned. You know, and it's like for our show, Steel City Renegades, we can't even have our app for the Facebook page say Steel City Renegades because Facebook has now declared the word renegade to be a banned word. What? Dynamite Dave, the host of the Dynamite Dave show, he wanted to make, actually name his show TNT. They wouldn't let him name his show TNT. And then I come on Facebook, and I see that several of my friends and also several people that just follow content here on Redline Radio were banned for something that they said seven years ago in a group that is no longer functioning on Facebook. So nobody can see the content that they posted and they got banned for 60 days. So here's what I got to say to Facebook. And oh, oh, oh let, me, let me show you this real quick, everybody. This is from the uh, Redline Radio YouTube channel. Blocked for a copyright claim. The entire episode of Money's Crazy Mind is blocked. Nobody can watch it. And then I just went back on there today and found that another one of my episodes says the exact same thing. On an episode where we didn't play any music that holds any kind of copyright anywhere. We didn't show any video footage from anything. All we did was show some pictures. Pictures that showed the image of somebody that is in a Netflix television show. They weren't even screenshots from the Netflix show. They were literally just pictures of the person. Blocked. Worldwide. Dave Wallencheck yelling at my wife for not saying hi to him. And then my wife is saying hi, Dave and Tim. 
Lisa Summers congratulating me and Tim. I think I put that comment up already, but I'll put it up again because we all love Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Love you too. Lisa is uh, the uh, the title sponsor here for Studio 2 with the Growing Wings Adult Services. So this is live from the brand new Growing Wings Adult Services studios here in Berea, Ohio. If you want to call and interact with the show, you can do so by calling the Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning Services LLC hotline 440-444-7251. And, you know, so let's just jump right into it here right now. Paul Heyman inspired me to do this. I'm a Paul Heyman guy, have been my entire life. So here's what I got to say. From here on out, from this second, right now, you heard the beginning of the show. You know I have no filter. I do not care. My mission from here on out until something that we have in the works here behind the scenes at Redline Radio that we can't just talk about just yet, but until the day that this new plan that we have in place starts kicking in, my goal from here on out is to do everything I possibly can to get Facebook to kick my ass off the air. Hey, Facebook! How's a little Marilyn Manson for you, Facebook? Don't like that? How about this? No, don't like that either? How about this? Are you ready to kick me off the air yet, Facebook? How about you, YouTube? You ready to kick me off the air yet? This is my goal from here on out. This is what's going to happen from here on out, right here on Money's Crazy Mind. I am going to say and do whatever the fuck I want. Because as an American... We have the right to do just that. And Dave just put the YouTube feed up on the TV here, so I know I'm still live on YouTube. So come on, Google. I dare you to kick me off the air. You're going to ban people for saying shit from seven years ago? Come on. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't understand it. It was seven years ago. The group doesn't even exist anymore. The only reason I know about it is because they shared the little picture of them getting banned by Facebook. Tim saying hi to my wife and thanking her for uh, thanking him for getting his promotion. Lisa says I'm cracking her up. Well, I mean, that's my goal, man. That's my goal every week here on this show. If you can't take a joke or if you don't, or what, what, what was it that Angel said last night on Broad Street South, their final broadcast on Facebook, because they've had it with Facebook too. They're a sports show. And they're trying to show content from ESPN, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, NBC Sports, all these different... Where else are they supposed to get content from? That's the only spot they can get content from are the people that put out the news stories. Every time they try to do it, Facebook says, no, bad, banned, blocked, no more for you. No stream for you. So, I mean, they're moving over to No Filter Network. Because they've had it. And even he said, if anybody that tries watching the show once they're on no filter is a butt-hurt little pansy boy, then don't even bother watching their show. 
Fuji said, you know what? It's our last night here on Facebook, and he went on a 30-minute rant. So I, I, I just have to say, Fuji, thank you for inspiring me, bro. I love Fuji. I love Angel. So, you know, let's, let's go, Facebook. Let's go. You want to ban somebody? Ban me. Because you ain't going to ban me. I put too many eyeballs on your product for you to even attempt to ban me. So every once in a while here during this episode, I'm just going to say these couple of words. Hey, Facebook, I dare you to throw me off the air. Thank you to the Lord of professional wrestling, Paul Heyman, for giving me the idea to do this. I wish I could show you the clip. I probably should, just to be an asshole. I should. But Vince McMahon has very powerful lawyers. <laughs> I mean, I'm already probably going to get yelled at by Vince for playing the ECW theme at the beginning of the show. But, Vince, I ain't watched your product in three years, so don't care. Make your product better, and maybe I'll watch it. How about that? You ready to kick me off the air yet, Facebook? How about you, Google? You own YouTube. You ready to kick me off the air yet? No? Okay, good. Let's keep going. So here's what we want. Here's something else that's just boggling my mind and, and got me just completely frustrated. I don't understand how nobody saw through this tinder swindler guy i just don't get it i I watched the whole series thing on netflix the other day and i'm sitting here and i'm just like okay i'm sorry my wife watch enough watches enough dr phil to puts me to sleep to know that dr phil makes his money talking to women that fall for just this exact same shit just because he doesn't say that he's a Nigerian prince and he needs money to get out of Nigeria so he can come to America and marry your dumb ass doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a, a scam. Just because he's a young guy that claims that he's rich doesn't necessarily mean that he's not the same thing as, as the Nigerian prince. I mean, it's basically, they're saying the exact same thing They're just doing it in different ways. It's like, come on, people. The Nigerian print scam has been going on since email. So we're talking the late late 80s, early 90s. Hello? Anybody home? Think, McFly. Think. What's up, Universal? You want to grab me for that one, too? Anyway, so I'm watching this. And I'm hearing the stories that these women are telling about how this guy wined and dined them, spending thousands and thousands of dollars taking them on these expensive trips, expensive dinners, flying them on planes. He's got an entourage with security and all this other shit. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's like, oh, my God, my enemies are coming after me and I need X amount of dollars to try to get them away from me. Huh? If anybody came up to me and said, I have enemies and they're coming after me, it'd be like, see ya, I'm out of here. And the other thing that boggles my mind is 
you have the Anna Delvey or Anna Sokolov or whatever the fuck that crazy bitch's name is going on at the exact same time. And I know that not much information came out about her, but she essentially did the exact same grift that not only was the Tinder swindler doing, but all these Nigerian princes that try ripping off these, these crazy white women. And I, and I hate to say it, but it's mostly white women that fall for this. I'm not trying to be racial in any way or not. But, I mean, every time I'm watching Dr. Phil and he's talking to some woman that's trying to bring some dude over from Nigeria, she white. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. And just about everybody that fell for the Tinder swindler was white as well. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be racial, but... Hey, if that's the way the card falls, you ready to kick me off the air yet, YouTube? You ready to kick me off the air yet, uh, Facebook? I'm getting racial. I'm getting racial. Talking about my own people, and I'm still getting racial. Anyway. You know, so you hear the story about this Tinder swindler, and he's sitting there trying to come out and say, I was never swindling anybody. They voluntarily gave me their money. Well, yeah, so did all these people that gave their money to Nigerian princes. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not still a criminal because you 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 get the money from these women with promises to paying them back, promises to, to give them their money back as soon as you get your enemies out of the way or whatever the fuck they were. And then you don't pay them back and then you disappear. And then when they start asking you for the money back after you've promised them and after you've said it's on the way, you sit there and you sit there and be like, oh, how dare you? How dare you treat me this way? I thought you were my friend. I thought you loved me. I thought we were going to get married. I thought we were going to have children. I thought we were going to do this. I thought we were going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. You're a criminal. Bottom line. And you ripped off a bunch of people. You should be in prison. I don't understand how you never even made it there. Same thing with Anna Delvey. She went to prison for three things. Out of all the things that she did, she went to prison for three. She was supposed to get 15 years and she got two. Two. But nobody ever, they were doing this at the exact same time. Nobody could put two and two together with this. She ripped off hotels of thousands and thousands of dollars. She ripped off a woman for $62,000 because the woman didn't want to get kicked out of a hotel that they were staying at. And I hate to say it, but if you pay attention to the story that they're telling, not only from Anna's side, but from the woman's side as well, the hotel was strong-arming this woman into putting a credit card on file because Anna Delvey's didn't work. So if anybody's to blame for that, it's the hotel for strong-arming this woman into doing it. And then they check out, Anna's credit cards still don't work. And they even said, we're not even going to charge your card, and then they do it anyway. So who's really to blame here? Is it Anna Delvey or is it the hotel that they were staying in? Now, anybody that stays in a $62,000 hotel needs their fucking head examined. But still, it's... I don't understand why people would fall for stupid shit like this. I just don't. I would never fall for something like that. Wait, your credit card ain't working and you promised to treat me to this vacation? Deuces, I'm out. You enjoy yourself. I'm going home before this gets any worse. No, I am not putting a credit card on file. I don't care if you have to kick us out of here. I'm out. Bye. Back to America I go. 
And then to make matters worse, Netflix, knowing that the Son of Sam law is in effect, and what the Son of Sam law basically states is that anybody that is is, uh, in prison for a felony in the state of New York, which is where she was arrested, cannot profit from their crimes. It's against the law. Netflix is making a $300,000 deal with Anna Delvey while she is in prison serving her time. So what ended up happening to that money? It ended up going to the restitutions that she was uh, 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 sentenced of paying. So 200 and some odd thousand dollars of that all went to pay the victims of the, uh, and which was basically just the hotels and the banks that she swindled out of thousands of dollars. And to make matters worse, she gets bailed out by her dumbass attorney and then flees New York, writes a series of bad checks to several banks, and then ends up in L.A. And New York is like, oh, we don't know where she went. We can't find her. Oh. Meanwhile, bitch is posting pictures on fucking Instagram every five seconds telling you where she's at. Hello. Send. Last time I checked, California and Los Angeles are still part of the United States. Extradition doesn't happen here. Or doesn't apply here. Go pick her ass up. You pick Rob Durst's ass up from Pennsylvania when he fled from fucking Texas. Go pick her up. She's a 120-pound skinny little German girl. And I understand she's not an American citizen. But so how did she get charged for American crimes? And I'm not I'm not trying to defend her at all. But she got charged in America for crimes that she committed and she's not an American citizen. Germany could have sat here and said, hey, you know what? Nope, send her back to the beer country because uh, beer, yeah, country, because we're, you know, no, we're not going to allow you to charge a, a German citizen. They could have done that. And then she, who knows what she could have gotten away with over there. I don't even think this woman knew who the hell she was from birth. Because there's like eight or nine different stories as to what was going on with this woman. But yeah, I mean, it just boggles my mind that people would fall for stupid crap like that. You know, so the Tinder swindler, Anna Delvey, you know, you're both just a bunch of morons. And, you know, Stewie Griffin, you tell him what you think of him. You suck. Thank you, Stewie. Uh, yep, that's all That's all you guys get from that. So here's something else. And like I said, this is just going to be a shoot promo kind of show. I'm shooting from the hip. And for those of you that don't understand wrestling terms, Facebook, a shoot promo is basically just an unscripted promo in the world of professional wrestling. So when I say shoot promo, I don't mean I'm going to shoot somebody or that I got a gun or anything like that. It's just a wrestling term that says I'm shooting from the hip Nobody's telling me what to say. I don't have a script in front of me sitting here saying, tonight I get in the ring and I'm going to challenge Roman Reigns because I think he's a duty head. Nope, Vince McMahon ain't writing this. This is all me. So, you know, I mean, you got the Tinder swindler, you got Anna Delvey, and then you've got this, you know, there's all these weird documentaries that are coming up from stuff that happened that I don't even remember happening. 
So you got the Anna Delva, you got the Tinder, Tinder swindler. I heard about those. But then this pharma bro dude that raised the price of AIDS medication 5,000% from $13 a pill to $700 a pill. I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me here. And it turns out it's legal. So anybody that wonders why their prescription medication jumped up hundreds and hundreds of dollars over the past 10 years, you've got this guy to thank for it because he was one of the first people to ever do it. And basically his grift was we charge whatever the hell we want for it, but we don't charge the patient. We charge the insurance company. And then the insurance company decides how much they're going to charge the patient. That's how they got away with making it legal. They weren't charging the consumer directly. There is a law in place that states that you have to charge a certain amount for antivirals. It's been in place for decades because of AIDS and because of HIV. So the fact that this guy found a loophole behind that, because this is an antiviral, this was an antiviral, is beyond me. But it's just people like that that, you know, make me sit there and wonder, Jesus Christ, like, why, why, why are people like this in our society? And this guy was threatening to kill people on, on the Internet and was putting out these all, all these videos challenging the U.S. Marshals to come after him and everything like that. And the crazy thing is he did get put in prison, but he didn't get put in prison for ripping people off on their medication. He got put in prison for tax evasion. Congratulations for being the modern day version of Al Capone. Because Capone never went to jail for anything that he did involving prohibition or the murders that he committed or anything like that. No, no, no. He went to jail for tax evasion. That was the only thing that they were able to get him on. So congratulations to the pharma bro for being this generation's version of Al Capone. You suck. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg. You suck. So, I mean, are you guys getting it yet? Are you guys getting it yet that, that just the world in general has me pissed off right now? You know, and, there, and there's other things that have happened in the past 48 hours that I can't even talk about that have got my blood just absolutely boiling. I'm surprised my face isn't just beat red right now just by how angry and how just fueled I am by everything going on. And then we've got that idiot that's sitting in the White House right now that's about to cause World War III because he can't keep his fucking little idiot pea brain ass-touching, falling asleep during press conference, can't put together a single fucking sentence self out of other people's fucking affairs. I understand that Ukraine is one of our allies and everything like that. But if the if the fucking Ukraine didn't call us up and say, help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, stay the fuck out of it, Joe. You know, everybody wants to call George W. Bush a lame duck president because of everything that happened under his watch. What the fuck has happened under Sleepy Joe's that's been good? Nothing. Let's think about it. In 2020, right before everything got locked down, gas in the state of Ohio was 99 fucking cents. 
The other day I'm driving by a gas station by my house and it's 39 cents more than every other gas station I drove past. Almost $4 a gallon. And when did that start happening? Gee, I don't know. Um, the day after the inauguration? You know, it just it, I just think about everything else that has gone on since Biden has been in office and I just look at it and I'm just like, how the fuck has this planet not ex- blown up yet? It doesn't make any sense to everything that's been going on. And then, I mean, it it boggles my mind how anybody can think that this man is capable of running an entire fucking country. And I'm tired of the excuse, well, we just didn't want Trump, so we just voted for whoever. How smart does that make you sound? I can tell you, it doesn't. It makes you sound like a fucking dumbass. We don't like something that this guy says, so we're just going to vote for the biggest moron that ever walked the face of the fucking earth. And then God forbid if anything happens to him, because then we've got another fucking moron that's going to get him the White House right behind him. You know, everything, everything that Trump said about Biden has come true. Have you people figured that out yet? The collusion that he's in with China, the collusion that he was in with Russia, the collusion that he's in with all these other communist countries? Welcome to the United States of Communism, you fucking idiots. So yeah, don't even get me started about anything that's going on because it'll just make me want to just scream even more. Hey, Facebook, you ready to kick me off the air yet? I've been on the air 32 minutes. And I've done everything against your little rule book. Hey, guess what? I'm a Steel City renegade. Yeah, that's one of your banned words, isn't it? Renegade? I'm going to say it a couple more times. How about the color blue? Am I allowed to mention the color blue? Your logo's blue. Meta unicorn fucking bastards. So what else is a hot button topic that I can talk about? You know, this was going to be a happy and jovial show. I mean, just, you know what? Let's let's change pace here a little bit. Let let's let's let you know the the Facebook FBI because that's what they are now. They're not even the Facebook police anymore. They're the Facebook FBI for the way that they're going after people for shit that they said seven years ago. So go ahead, Facebook. Why don't you go ahead and dig through my profile? My show didn't exist seven years ago. Good luck finding anything on that. Anyway, but I do want to send a huge thank you out to everybody for making last week's episode of Money's Crazy Mind the number one episode and one of the highest rated shows on Redline Radio from last week. Thank you, everybody that checked out that episode. Thank you to the members of the Oklahoma Ghostbusters, the Long Island Ghostbusters, the Colorado Ghostbusters, and, of course, the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters that joined me on the show last week. And, of course, we had Andrew from um, 
the college that Ivan Reitman used to attend and, and telling us about how the, the city, the, the area out there was just like, Oh, Ivan Reitman died. Cool. Thanks. Let's go study. Like they didn't even know who he was, you know, but thank you to all of those guys for jumping on the show. Thank you to the 1.4 thousand people that had some kind of interaction with the show, making it one of the highest rated shows on Redline Radio last week. So let's flip the script here a little bit even more. So we got a phone call coming in, not not to the Fitz Trashman Cleaning Services LLC hotline, but to another part of the building here. But I just heard the phone ring. Keep it down out there. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I like fucking with people. Oh, man. But anyway, so let's talk about the Daytona 500. I know we're going to talk about it Monday night on Crank It Up, but I just want to talk about a couple of things that kind of bug me. So, wheels falling off? That's what we're doing now? We got wheels falling off of cars? Wow. So glad we got new wheels and new tires on those NASCARs that they're going to fall off. First race of the year, and we got wheels falling off of cars, and NASCAR is punishing the race teams that had wheels fall off the cars. It's the first race. Like, they knew that was going to happen? Okay, Russian piece of shit that just jumped in my show and trying to put a a scam look on there. Blocked, you piece of garbage. And for how I know it was Russian, it's because the name is Russian. It's in all Russian letters and all Russian everything. So I'm not being funny. I'm I'm just pointing out exactly what it was. It was a Russian piece of shit trying to put up a scam link that sends people to a human trafficking site where they can get your address and phone number. Yeah, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? These are the people that some people are trying to defend in this whole skirmish. And, you know, if World War III does happen and Joe Biden does send us into World War III, is that going to be enough for you people to realize that he's he's an idiot and that he's lame duck and that he has no business being the president of the United States? Is that going to be enough? I'm not saying that I agree 100% with anything. And I don't normally get into politics here on the show, but I I, I just got to I, I got to talk about this. This Russian thing is a big is a big deal. I think Russia's a, a pile of shit for what they did to the Ukraine. But that's Russia and the Ukraine's issue. If Ukraine can't, I mean, I yes, I, I understand it. We're allies, but we stayed out of World War II until the until the Japanese bombed us. We can't do the same thing here. We have nothing to do with this. But I do think that Russia is a piece of shit for what they did. I have the right to say that. I have the right to voice my opinion. But I don't think that we as a country need to be involved in this. I just don't. And fuck you for getting me off my train of thought, you Russian piece of garbage. Trying to post your fucking child kidnapping links in my show. You suck. Go fuck yourself. Anyway. Back to what I was saying. So you got tire, you got wheels falling off of cars on the first race, the first major race of the year. Let me rephrase that because we did have the Bush Clash, and the Bush Clash was a lot of fun. There weren't a lot of issues there, but that also wasn't a 40-car field. 
This was the first race on a super speedway with 40 cars in the field. And you got wheels falling off of two cars. And you're going to ban the crew chief and the pit team for six races for the wheels falling off of those cars. But yet you've got the dri- the guy that drives the number six car purposely causing ac- wrecks and driving recklessly when there's no need to be driving recklessly because we're in the first 30 laps of the race. Who drives the way that he drives within the first 30 laps of the race? There's no reason for it. Three accidents. Three accidents he caused. One on the very last lap of the race. You were like eight cars back from the lead, dude. What the fuck are you doing trying to cause Rex to get up to the front? And here's the thing that pisses me off the most about that. He's the points leader. Or he's tied for the points leader. Let me rephrase that. The winner of the Daytona 500 is also tied for first in the points race. But there's going to be no punishment against this guy because he owns a third of his car. RFK Racing. That's all I'm going to say about it because I'm not going to say the the guy's name because I don't think he's earned it. Learn how to drive a car. And he's doing it against his own teammates. He does it against his own teammates. It doesn't matter who's in front of him. The second wreck he caused, the guy's ass end of the car that was in front of him went up in the air, and then he spun out. Oh, I don't know why he spun out. Gee, I I know. Call on me, Mr. Carter. I know. So to the driver of the number six car. You suck. More on that Monday night on Crank It Up when myself, Dynamite Dave, Angel Martinez, Chipper Nedendahl and Ryan Neff give you all the updates, not just from the Daytona 500, but also from the race that's going to be happening in Fontana, California this Sunday. So both of those races, and then from here on out, every Monday night afterwards, we will break down the last Sunday's race. Stop, he wasn't doing that on purpose. You know what, Adam? I I mean, I wish I could believe you on that. I really do. I wish I could believe that the number the number six driver wasn't doing it on purpose. And I understand that bump drafting is a part of racing. Obviously, bump drafting is a part of racing. It's been a part of racing for a very long time. But you mean to tell me that you need to drive that aggressively within the, thir- the first 30 laps of the race? It's a restrictor plate race. You're not going to get any advantage from bump drafting in, in the first 30 laps. And then the second time he did it, you see Amar- uh, uh, Stenhouse's car go two feet in the air. And then he spins out. And the response from the driver that caused the wreck is, oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. i sorry. Whoops. What the fuck did you think was going to happen when his ass then went up in the air? Come on, man. And I'm not saying that he did it on purpose. I'm just saying that there's no reason for it to happen. And then in the final lap of the race when he's in the 10th position, come on, man. 25 guards got taken out of the Daytona 500 because of one person. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that he did it on purpose. I'm just saying don't drive like an idiot the first 30 laps of the race. That's all I'm saying. And I'm sure people out there don't agree with me on that, and that's fine. You have the right to your opinion. 
I have the right to mine. I personally think that that he was driving too aggressively. That that's what I think. But thank you for checking out the show, Adam. What, what, uh, so you got tires fall, you got wheels falling off, and and NASCAR blaming the crews for that when these are brand new cars. Nobody knows how they're going to handle. So now you've got two teams that have no crew chief, and some of their pit people being punished in the first race of the week uh, of the season, first major race of the season, I should say. And then you've got number six that caused three wrecks. And, you know, I mean, then you got people complaining about the amount of commercials. Do I think that there were a lot of commercials? Yeah, but, I mean, you watch a football game. I mean, count the commercials in a football game. USFL is going to be starting up here really soon. Count the number of commercials that are going to be on that and tell me if you think that NASCAR played a lot of commercials during that. And you got to remember, it's not NASCAR that's that's putting out, saying, go to commercial. It's Fox. Which means it's not even Fox, it's Mickey Mouse. Because Disney owns Fox. So, ha, ha, go to commercial. I'll leave it alone today. Russia shit done got you all fired up today. Oh, no, 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 it ain't even Russia, dude. Like, you missed the first 15 minutes of the show. That's what's really got me pissed off. So go back and watch the first 15 minutes of the show, Adam, and then, and then you'll see what's really got me pissed off. I'm actually cooling down now. I'm about to go to break, take a piss, and then come back. But, no, I mean, I mean, yes, am I fired up today? Absolutely. That's why this is called Money's Crazy Rant. That's why this episode is named that. But, I mean, Adam, call in Monday night. Call in Monday night to, to crank it up, and, and I'll be more than happy to discuss why I, I feel the way I feel about number six. And if you're a fan of number six, cool, great. There's a lot of people that are. Some people think that he might actually be the, 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 the cup champion this year. He just might be. Like I said, he's tied for first in the points already. But we'll see what happens in Fontana. That's all I can do. You know, I love NASCAR, and I love aggressive drivers. I really do. Dale was one of my all-time favorites. I'm the, I can't deny that. But I just feel that what he did was different than what Dale used to do when he was the intimidator. That's all. And we'll leave it at that. But for the people that thought that there were too many commercials, you got to remember, it's not, even, it's not NASCAR that's sitting there saying, go to commercial. It's Fox. It's Disney. It's their Mickey Mouse overlord telling them to go to break and go to commercial. You just have a a hatred for anything number six. No. No. I I know why you're saying that, Adam. I I really do. And and you might be justified in that, to to be somewhat honest. But no, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even think about, what what you said until you mentioned it last night on Broad Street South when I was on the phone on Broad Street South and somebody had made the comment about number six. Like, you won't even say the name of number six there. I don't even remember if it was you or if it was uh, one of Angel's guests. But here we go. You know, it, it was like something with here we go at number six again. But, like, that didn't even cross my mind when I had said it. Like, I, I was honestly just saying it because I, I didn't want to say his name because – you know, as a joke. And then I just figured I'll, I'll just carry it over since it's a running gag between uh, Steel City Renegades and now crank it up. 
but you know, no, I don't have a hatred for everything. Number six. No. Uh, I mean, I love issue six of Batman. I love issue six of, of, you know, justice league. You know, those are number six. <laughs> you know, I, I like the sixth movie in the Marvel series. I like the sixth, you know, the sixth season of, of X-Files was excellent. It's not anything number six. It was just a funny coincidence that the quarterback for the for the the team that plays in the factory of sadness wears number six, and this particular driver in NASCAR is the driver of the number six car. It was just a funny coincidence that it happened that way. But but you know, thank you for for making that coalition. And I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember if it was you that made the coalition last night on. Broad Street South, or if it was one of Angel's listeners, but I, I found that really funny. So you know, bonus points to you, Adam, for that. But, um, but like I said, call in Monday night on the Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning Services LLC hotline Monday night during Crank It Up, and we'll we'll definitely, definitely continue debating that. You know, so I mean, for for the commercials thing, the, what pissed me off about the commercials, it wasn't the number of commercials, but some of it was the content of the commercials because they repeated, repeated, and it's a fan of both. Go, f- damn it, man! I, like you just, you just got the short end of the stick here, buddy. I, I, I didn't think you liked the 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 quarterback for the team that plays in the factory of sadness. I thought you were saying that you, that you, you could do without him. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, unless you're saying that it's because you're a fan of the team that plays in the factory of sadness. I mean that that's, but that's another beast altogether. I mean, I don't necessarily hate that team. They're just a rival of the team that I am a fan of. And I happen to just like poking fun, poking the bear when it comes to that. You know, I mean, my wife is a fan of the team that plays in the Factory of Sadness. So, I mean, you know, I, I have to have some modicum of respect for, for it in a little bit, you know, because my wife is a fan of theirs. You know, and, and but yes, it is a coincidence that you just so happen to be a fan of both. <laughs> uh, Adam is never going to come on any show that I am ever a part of ever again after this. <laughs> Oh man. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry. It is not a personal vendetta against you either, sir. Like, I mean, I I, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. I just know that you used to be, you know, the, the co-host of the scoop and that you and Dave are friends and everything like that. So I mean that that's that's as far as my knowledge of you go. You know, but I mean, you know, I've seen you comment on Renegades. I've seen you I was seeing you comment on um Crank It Up and everything like that. You know, I mean, but I, I mean, I, I, it's nothing personal against you, nothing personal against the team that plays in the Factory of Sadness, nothing personal against you know, um, the, the driver of number six. It's, it's just, it, it was things that I noticed that I kind of took away from that race that, that made me say what I said. Um, and like I said, I don't think he was doing it on purpose. I just don't feel that there was a need to be that aggressive at the times that he was aggressive. Um well, we'll we'll always have good material. Absolutely, dude. You know, and, and that that's all I'm going for. That's all I want to do is I want to put out the best content I can each and every week. You know, and if it happens to piss some people off, then great. It it pisses people off. You know, no no feedback is bad feedback. 
you know, whether people like the show, whether they hate the show, whether they think I should get rid of my theme song because it talks about fucking somebody's sister or whatever. Um, Dave chimed in here, so he's going to get Adam all, all going up. Uh, all shooting up here again, saying that the driver that, that drives number six sucks. Uh, you know, neither here nor there. I, I've, I have nothing negative against Keselowski. I just wish he didn't do what he did in the Daytona 500. That's all. You know, we'll see what he does in Fontana to see if we have any, if I have anything more to say about it Monday night on Crank It Up. But back to what I was saying, what made me mad about the commercials is that one of the things that I know a lot of casual NASCAR fans watch for is the cautions. And then you have them going to commercial and then they don't come and then they come back from commercial and say, oh, we're under caution and here's why we're under caution. Uh, no. No. I want to see the caution, not the replay of the caution. I want to see the caution. So that's what made me mad because it seems they like happen like every time they went to caution except for like one of the last the last 15, 20 laps, they they were going to commercial before every caution. Then they would come, you, you, you come back and you hear Mike Joy go, well, we're under caution and here's what caused the caution. And it was either the first wreck from number six or it was one of the wheels falling off or the second wreck or, you know, I mean, there were what, seven cautions in the, in the 500, five of which were caused by wrecks, two of which were from, um, two of which were caused by um, the, the, the wheels falling off, you know, and then, the, and then I know that they, they actually stopped the race to get debris off the field from the one wreck because the car flipped over on its, on its head, you know, and thank God for these new cars, the way that they are, because that dude was able to walk away. You know, I have to agree with who called in on steel city or uh, not steel city renegades, crank it up and said that these new cars are like tanks. I agree. I, I 100% agree with that, and I and I love the fact that NASCAR's gotten that good with trying to make sure that these cars are that safe for these drivers. It, it's a wonderful thing, and I'm and I'm very happy for that. Uh, but we're winding down to the top bottom of the hour here. Let's talk about some of the shows, the great shows that we have here on Red Line Radio. Uh, so as I already mentioned, Monday, the first uh, first show that we have on Monday night is Just Therapy with comedian Sean Boyd and Miss KT. Great, you know, Sean Boyd's a funny dude. Um, I don't know necessarily what they have coming up on their show yet. They haven't sent that information over to us. Um, but, you know, Sean Boyd always puts on a great show. And then at 8.30, so that show runs from 7 to 9 from our original studio, the Detroit Auto Parts uh, studios over in Cleveland. And then from right here in the Growing Wings Adult Services studios in Berea, we have NASCAR crank it up from 8.30 to 10 p.m. Like I said, right turn dynamite, Dave. And yes, that's a joke. Myself, caution, Lee motherfucking money, regulation pit chipper Nenendal, TB12 Angel Martinez, or Chico Racing, as he is now like to be referred to as. And uh, uh, I can't remember what. It, oh, boogity, 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 Ryan Neff is going to be giving you all the news from the 500 and the Fontana race Monday night and a look ahead to the next race from Vegas. And then on Tuesday nights, you or actually Tuesday afternoon, you got Talk Sweet with Honey Bad. 
and then you got uh, from 11 to 12, and then you got Timbuk Tuesdays from 5 to 7. And then immediately following Timbuk Tuesdays over on the Redline Radio website, redlineradiollc.com, radio.co, Redline Radio, or uh, radio.co, just search for Redline Radio LLC, or the Redline Radio LLC Android app, Gary Wenner, the man who is going to be joining Dynamite Dave next on the Dynamite Dave show. Gives you all the hits from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And then if you're good, if you're good, he just might give you some 80s stuff every once in a while too. Wednesday night from right here in the adult uh, Growing Wings Adult Services Studios, we got continuing to serve, giving you all the news on veterans affairs and talking about balls. And no, ladies and gentlemen, that is not a sex show. It's a sports show. Don't believe me? Check it out. Talking about balls. Thursday night, we got the one and only Lex Vegas giving you all of the knowledge that he wants to give you that week. And that is it on Thursdays. Friday's right here on Redline Radio. Next week, there's going to be a little bit of a switchy Rudy new. So starting next week, from 6.30 to 7.30, you got the Dynamite Dave Show. And then from 8 to 10, this show. That's right. I'm moving from 4 to 6 to 8 to 10. So I'm bringing all the craziness and everything from the asylum to prime time. So get ready, Redline Nation. I'm moving to prime time. Saturday, we got a brand new show right here on Redline Radio. It's called 4th and 15. We're teaming up with the 216 Sports Network. So Rome and Smooth are going to give you all of their sports knowledge from 2 to 4 p.m. every Saturday night starting tomorrow. And then, of course, over again at the Detroit Auto Parts Studios, we got <clears throat> the pregame show. Sundays, we've got... Uh, it's funny out there. And then, of course, the Steel City Renegades are taking a break for right now, but we'll be back for the draft, and we'll be bringing you all kinds of great stuff about the draft. And not only, yeah, the carbon fiber bodies uh, is what Dave is saying here. And then Gary Wenner live tonight on the Dynamite Dave Show. I believe I said that already, Dave. And then he also said that we are going to be giving away tickets to the Lex Vegas and Friends uh, for March 18th. So if you guys have been following the Lex Vegas comedy versus on the Lex Vegas show, uh, this is all going to culminate in a show from the Odeon Lounge on March 18th. And Lex Vegas was kind enough to give Dave two tickets to Lex Vegas and his funny ass friends from March 18th at the Odeon Lounge. And he's going to be giving them away tonight during the Dynamite Dave show immediately following Money's Crazy Mind. And like I said, don't forget, Gary Wenner is going to be calling in from uh, from Pittsburgh as well. We're going to talk to him about all the great stuff uh, that he does over on the Redline Radio app and the website and all them other great places. So let, uh, let's, let's do this here, guys. I got to take a leak. I'm going to go do that real quick. When we come back, you know, like I said, I've been watching Pam and Tommy. I like the show. 
But something has just got me a little irked about it. We'll talk about that when I come back right here on Money's Crazy Mind. Don't nobody go nowhere.
This is for the kids that snort pixie sticks And this is for the kids that starts fights for kicks For the millions at home that feel all alone That cut themselves till the knife fits a bone I feel just like you if you feel like me Then let me hear you scream out psych ward family A 3G system in 1G ride Bitches hitting so hard feel like worlds collide Man, 10,000 Cadillacs said it, let me hear it. Pitch me Cleveland, Cleveland, and we ain't prepared to share it. So pop in some wolf pack and put your dukes up. Or do it like 3-6 and tear this club up. Cocaine, we greed and power Mushrooms got me here, be gone in an hour I'm ready to trip and flip the script Haters, step and get pistol whip Watch it, bitches run Where you going, son? That door is locked and a gun is cocked Hammer back and I'm ready to attack And I watch you drop to the sounds of a pop, pop, pop That's what you get when you're fucking with me You ain't nothing but a bitch that's wanna be You wanna run your mouth All right, all right. We are back here in the Growing Wings Adult Services Asylum. It's time for the second part of Money's Crazy Mind and this crazy rant that I am on today. And, man, I got to tell you, am I on one today? And as you heard, I want to give a huge shout-out to Bones of Giants and Psych Ward for echoes and bass track the two songs that you heard during the break here and you know uh you heard it on the way back in what's my name what's my name hold the s because i am an ain't that's right ain't no saint shit going on here not today anyway all right but you know what before we get back into the shenanigans and the fuckery you know if you're going down to vegas like i know dynamite dave is next week he won't shut up about it Okay, there's two things that Dave has been talking about consistently for like the last two weeks. And I know Dave's in the studio because I saw him walking around somewhere and he bought some nasty, smelly ass chicken that I've had to smell for the last 10 minutes as well. So I know Dave's here. So listen up. If I have to hear about your trip to Vegas or the show Yellowstone one more time, I'm putting a boot in your ass. And I don't necessarily mean mine. I might go find a nasty, smelly boot out on the street and put that up your ass. But I'm tired of hearing about Yellowstone and your trip to Vegas, dude. Like, you have fun in Vegas. I hope you I hope you have a great time. Oh, here comes Dave. See, I told you Dave was here. I told you Dave was here. I told you Dave was here. I don't have a camera set up on this show, dude. 
Gone. Mike's on. I, I hear you now. I, I don't so, want. So, so for the fans of Money's Crazy <laughs> Mind, Lee Money is really over here trying to dump some salt on his shoulder because he's salty because he's not going to Vegas. I don't give a shit about Vegas. What's wrong with Vegas? Why are you fucking with me about Vegas? I'm just fucking with you, Dave. I'm in a horrible mood today. Good, good. I'm glad. Keep fucking with me because Yellowstone <laughs> is a great, great fucking series. And you should watch it, Leave Money, with your beautiful uh, wife, Megan. I'm trying to give you pointers here on how to uh, hey, I mean, spend some time with Megan. Binge watch. You'll you, like it. I'm not really that big of a Western guy, though, dude. I know it's like a modern day Western. I mean, I've heard, I've heard stuff about it. I know they got the prequel 1883 that's on, uh, I think it's on Paramount Plus. I don't even think that's on Peacock. I think that's on Paramount Plus. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard about it. I mean, it just doesn't sound, I'm not, not to say that I'm not a Kevin Costner fan because I do think he's one of the best Robin Hoods that's ever existed. But I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like my cup of tea, man. But I'll tell you what, because you won't stop talking about it, I'll check the show out. I'll right. give an episode a try. So, so let let just everybody know that I leave on Tuesday at two o'clock, and Lee Money is in charge of Redline Radio. So you have two yeah. weeks to destroy it. You have two weeks to destroy it. I would never do that, Dave. You know I love being here at Redline. I know, I know, but I'll bring you back something good from Vegas, Lee. You deserve All right. it. Everybody here at the station does. Um, Hopefully. Did you pay for them hookers yet that I walked into after I came back from the bathroom? I did. I did. And then you said I got some stinky chicken over there, right? Yeah. The chicken is actually really good. Oh, it may taste good, but it smells like asshole. It doesn't. <laughs> how do you know? I'm curious how you know what asshole smells like. Have because you-, you rip farts every fucking day, dude. At least nine or ten fucking times. Me or Timbuktu win the farting contest. Oh, my God. No. Don't even make me put you two up against each other because, no, it'd be a fucking tie every time, dude. I mean, what's up, honey? Thanks for checking out the show here. Um, You know, but, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's nuts because it's like I, I like you. You're here with me all day, every day. And every five minutes, it's burnt. Sometimes it's a lot longer than that. It's burnt. And then if Lisa decides to come up here and visit us just to say hi, the second she walks in the door, your asshole just goes, hey, but, but wait a minute, where are we where are we broadcasting from? We're broadcasting from the Growing Wings Adult Services Studios in Berea, Ohio. Okay, so it exists, right? I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm not just dreaming. It, it exists, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure that the studio exists. I mean, unless I'm in like the craziest. You're in La La Land. I I, I must be in like the craziest Matrix (laughs) simulation I've ever been in because it's like, you know, I mean, I smell the shit that comes out of your ass. (laughs) That doesn't even sound good. (laughs) Lee, are you fucking serious? Honey says hi. Hello, honey. How are you? (laughs) um check out the uh check out talk sweet with honey bad every tuesday from 11 to 12 like i mentioned earlier she will be coming to uh she is moving her show right here to the growing wings adult services studios so you know what i think that might be the biggest testament to prove that this studio exists yes because you know her show's been from the detroit auto parts studio since its inception and now she's moving here to the to the Detroit or to the Growing Wings studio. Yeah, so we got to make sure that Mikey fuels up the jet to get her back and forth every week. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm great, Dave. How are you? Laughing my ass off is what she's just said. <laughs> but no, I you know I'm fucking with you, Dave. I'm fucking with Tim. I fuck with everybody. That's why I say. <laughs> 
Act like you've done this before, Dave. Turn the media off on your phone, Dave. I wasn't expecting to be on, but when you took shots at me about going to Vegas and Yellowstone, I had to get up out of my chair from watching the show to come over here and talk. Man, I just, haven't played that sound in a long dude, time. you just put a clip out on me. I did. I did. Shots fired. Yeah, I'll stop there. I'll stop early for that one. But no, I mean, okay, so I mean, but you heard my rant about Facebook at the beginning of the show. Do you agree with anything that I said there? I agree with everything you said there, Lee, about the whole Facebook uh, policing it. It's just sad, man. It's a it's a sad situation. Uh, I know I mean, you, you and I did actually go through all of our videos on Facebook and YouTube today, and we saw just how many of our videos are either blocked worldwide or have been removed because youtube or facebook said we no longer want this content on our platforms yes it's 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 sad dude and that's what started me in that bad mood is it not because you know i mean we all of a sudden we're just like where the hell are all these shows half of the scoop episodes are gone five episodes of money's crazy mind are gone i mean it it doesn't make any sense just thankfully that the uh how do I put it? All the shows that uh, I was in on the scoop ain't, ain't gone. You know, if Adam's still watching and he heard you say, that, <laughs> I mean, he he took some shots at me though. Yeah, it's okay. Adam yeah. is the star. I'm just Adam. Adam's the star of the show. We yeah, all know he this. Is, he is, he's the star of the show. I'm nobody. That's why people tuned in. <laughs> they tuned in to watch the show because of Adam. <clears throat> and Honey did say I did shot uh, did fire some shots at you. You did. You shot. You shot first, dude. I, I, I always shoot first. Shoot first or don't shoot at all. Like the song goes, shoot first, apologize later. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to kick me off the air yet, Facebook? I'm, I'm still waiting for it. I've been on the uh, been live here for an hour and 18 minutes. I See? don't think they're ready. They're pussies. They, they won't do it. You are definitely hard after Facebook tonight. You, you want to get kicked off. I, I'm telling you, dude. I, I was inspired by the advocate the voice of the voice of the voiceless when he challenged tnn to kick them off the air when they were backdoor dealing wwe to bring monday night raw to tnn while they were still under contract with ecw i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a line from the w or i'm gonna steal a storyline from the wwe remember all the stuff you can't say on uh usa network well, just think, you can say all that stuff now on Redline Radio, so keep doing what you're doing like they told Degeneration X. Absolutely. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Like I said, you paid the hookers. At least you put your dick back in your pants before you decided to come in here. I mean, thank you for that. Mm. So, I mean, you know, but, I mean, it, 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 again, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Two of our friends, two people that are huge supporters of Redline Radio, got banned for 60 days for shit that they said seven years ago. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Not at all, man. What's up to Dub and Fluffy, by the way? They're both watching? I don't know if they are or not. I mean, sometimes Dub will pop in here and say that he's in here like a tampon. Dub's ass is fired. Dub's ass is fired? All right. Should we have um, (laughs) Should we have Mark bring the Sudsy Wee uh, Llama report uh, to Money's Crazy Mind every week? We should. So, Mark, if you're out there watching or listening, or wherever you're at, bring Larry the Llama here. We want the Llama Report every Friday night from 8 to 10 on Money's Crazy Minds' new time slot. Yes. And by the way, 
I wanted that time slot a while ago, but because I was the executive producer, I made an executive producer executive decision and did the the again put somebody else over above myself using wrestling terms again and gave that time slot to somebody else. Listen, also too, while we're talking on a subject, you know, there was a show that was here from eight to ten on Friday nights. Um, just want to say good luck to them and their new and future absolutely their man. future endeavors you know sorry it just didn't work out with you know redline and and the talent that was here in that time slot uh wish them nothing but the best of luck wherever they go and you know stay tuned i know that some of you guys follow them on facebook or whatnot so just stay tuned to his facebook man or, yeah. or his youtube or his instagram yeah. or whatever yeah. he's on because uh yeah i mean he, he was he was doing good things you know uh, and you know doing the best he could but you know just it, stay tuned. Yeah, it, just stay tuned. It didn't, it, you know, just because it doesn't work out in one place doesn't mean it won't work out somewhere else. And exactly, you know, I mean, we we never ever wish ill will towards anybody. I mean, y- you can't live your life like that. They wish ill will towards me, though. They well, wish. Well, I mean, th- that that's a matter between you and them. No, and I know. I'm, 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 not, ju- I'm just saying, but I'm not. It's getting... all good. Good <laughs> or good luck to them. You know. Yeah, for sure. Future endeavors. For sure. So, Dave, uh, about this topic that I that I mentioned. Um, about NASCAR with the, with the issue with Brad Keselowski. What's your take on that? And then I don't want to get too deep into it because I, I want to save a lot of it for, for Crank It Up. But since I brought it up, like, what, what did you think about it? What about the, uh, the, the wrecks three wrecks that he caused? I mean, <clears throat> I think there should be a rule in NASCAR. Three cautions. You cause three cautions. You automatically go back to the back. A lap back. down. Is that not what I said during yes. the race? Yes. You should be a lap down or you should be disqualified from the event. Yeah. 25 drivers were taken out of that race because of those three it's wrecks, It's never Brad's man. fault, though. It's never Brad's fault. Well, you know, I, I'm sorry that he owns his own fucking car and he thinks he can get away with it. That's what happens. But, I mean, what do you think about the the, 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 two, two, the two crew chiefs and the pit teams that are that are being uh, disqualified from six races? Because that of those, for the tires? For the, for the wheels falling off, yeah. Uh, I mean, here's my thing with the wheels, and I know that you talked about this last night on uh, Broad Street South. They've been practicing these cars for going on a year. So they have a year jump on how the tires should be, you know, how the lugs should be, how the car should be running, uh, so on and so forth. There should be no excuse for the tires falling off. I mean, I don't know if they're putting the lug on tight enough or if it's just. They were claiming it was that pin, the pin that goes above the lug that holds the lug in well, place. Well, then you have to find a different way or you have to find a new pair, pin. Well, maybe that's what Penske and um, the other team were doing that got their tires confiscated. No, they were doing something with the tires. They were doing something with the rims. There's a difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. True. True. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it was a great race. I mean, it, it was it one was. of the, it was one of the better 500s I've seen in in a few years. You know, but kudos to Penske for winning. Hell yeah, man. Austin Sendrick. Austin Sendrick. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> was that, that was his first ever sprint cup race? Yeah. No, first ever sprint car win or sprint NASCAR series win. NASCAR cup series. That's, it's cup not series. the sprint. It's not the sprint cup anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, when they took the Winston out of NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm still waiting for the Tampax 200. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when they start racing Priuses and uh, all the electric cars. Well, Lee, enjoy the rest of your show, man. But don't forget Dynamite Dave show coming up next with the wild man, Gary Warner, six to seven. And I got free tickets for Lex, Lex Vegas, Vegas and Comedy. Friends, yep. March 18th. Where at, Lee? 
the Odeon Lounge. Speaking of the Odeon, Bad Juju's playing there tonight. They are. Make sure you go check them out. Tell them Redline Radio sent you. Wear your Redline Radio shirt. That's right. Where do, you, where, where do they get those from, Dave, before you walk away? Incredible keepsakes, like Diane would say. Incredible moments are made to last forever. No, 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 no. Cherished, Cherished moments. moments. Cherished. It's right there on the damn screen, too, which is funny. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, thanks, Dave, for uh, for coming in here. Uh, Honeybad says that she wants to low key drive a NASCAR too. I mean, we all do. I mean, who doesn't want to sit there and get behind the wheel of a car and go two hundred miles an hour every once in a while, man? I mean, it just sounds just sounds epic, epic. But Dave got me off of my rant here. But you know, and, and you know, I, I mentioned, I mentioned professional wrestling. So here was one of the other things that I really wanted to get into on this particular episode. And I'm talking to you, Tony Khan, and I'm talking to you to all the rest of the executives over at All Elite Wrestling. Stop hiring WWE's unwanted garbage. There's a reason WWE got rid of these guys. Not saying that every time somebody's been let go of WWE, it was for a reason. I honestly think that they made a mistake when letting go of Braun Strowman. He was one of the biggest names in, in their brand. I honestly think they made a mistake when they got rid of, of um, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Sound like Barry Kripke from the Big Bang Theory. Just like, Fuck. Anyway, you know, so I mean, I, there are some hires that I that I would agree with, Braun Strowman being one of them, Bray Wyatt being another one of them, but bringing in Buddy Murphy. When was the last time Buddy Murphy was relevant? No. And by the way, I mean, just admit it. Just admit it. That this whole thing with Cody Rhodes and Brandy leaving AEW, they're not going to leave AEW when they have a brand new reality show that, that's on, that, that, that's only in its first season. I don't even think it finished a whole fucking season. Why would they leave TNN and TBS, who are putting on Roads to the Top, when it's one of their number one rated shows? So just admit it's a work. Congratulations, you got one over on some of the wrestling community. Admit it's a work. Bring Cody back on TV. Let Brandy go do whatever Brandy does. Dave says she can be naked in front of him. And just, just admit it was a work. Because that's the only thing that makes sense in this whole thing. Why would Cody Rhodes leave the WWE smash a replica of Triple H's throne live on pay-per-view, essentially killing any possibility he could have ever had of going back to that company, insult Triple H, insult Vince McMahon, insult the WWE, which, I mean, who doesn't do that? At any chance he has, become an executive for uh, AEW, and then people are going to sit there and think, honestly, believe, honestly, believe that he's going to go right back to WWE after starting All Elite Wrestling. 
I know he's not the owner of it, but he's one of the reasons that Tony Khan started that company. I may have been born at night, but it sure as hell wasn't last night. Unwanted garbage in my Jersey voice. Yeah, you know, South Jersey, uh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I, I know a couple Jersey girls, and man, they they are they are some tough bitches. Let me let me just say that. But yeah, I mean, garbage. I say it like that too. I think it's I think it's funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Tony Khan, just just stop hiring the 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 unwashed cretins from WWE. It don't make no sense to bring in somebody like Buddy Murphy. It just doesn't. It doesn't. And then Danhausen, very nice, very evil. Has the guy ever wrestled a real match in his life? And, and I really hope he puts a curse on me. I, I I beg you, I beg you, Danhausen, to put a curse on me. Because I'll tell you what, I'm a huge toy collector. And I do plan on being at the next Toy Hio. So if you're there, Danhausen, remember this face. Very nice, very evil. Very lame, very stupid. How about that? Uh, uh, what the hell? My background just changed. Watch, it, it freezes. Watch, but boom, then it changed. Well, somebody is calling my phone. I don't know who it is. Fuck you, I'm on the air. Uh, honey bad laughing at me because I said unwanted garbage. But anyway, you know, I mean, this this is just, this is what an old school episode of Money's Crazy Mind was like. I just sit there and I think about stuff that's just irking me and I just have to let it out on the air. I don't like coming into a show with an agenda because when you come into a show with an agenda, that's how things get screwed up. And I'm not saying that negatively towards what happened last week on my show, you know, because we were doing a tribute to Ivan Reitman and I did have like eight or nine people on the air with me, you know? So I knew that things were going to go off the rails a little bit. That's why we went two and a half hours instead of two hours. And, you know, there was, there was even content that we couldn't get on the show because there was just so much, you know, but I love shows like that. I love shows like this where I can just come out here Say what's on my mind. Tell Mark Zuckerberg to take that big black dildo that he's hiding underneath his college dorm and just shove it straight where the sun don't fucking shine. Are you ready to kick me off the air yet, Mark? Because I'm begging you. I'm begging you to do it. How about we play a little bit more copyrighted material? Little Metallica for you there, right here on Redline Radio. Thank you for tuning in to Money's Crazy Soundtrack this week. Anyway. Dave threw me on off track when he walked in here. Uh, and I swear to God, he, he's sitting in a chair like five feet away from me. And if he rips ass, I'm going to throw a fucking pen at him. 
But yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, you know, the world's just a fucked up place right now, you know, and I'm one of those people that I don't, you know, I, I never try to be angry. I don't like holding grudges. You know, I suffer from depression. I, I suffer from anxiety. And a lot of times that makes me not know how to handle a particular situation. You know, and I mean, you can ask Dave. Dave and I have gotten into some heated heated debates over the past few months with, with some certain things. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're cool. We, we let it go. You know, we're obviously still able to do business together. You know, but it, it just, it, it shocks me. It shocks me when just because it's convenient for people like like Facebook is like YouTube is, you know, they're they're the two biggest platforms of their kind. There's no denying that there is nothing bigger than Facebook. But when an alternative came around. And there was an opportunity for people to sit there and tell Facebook exactly how they feel about them, because I guarantee you. I guarantee you ninety nine let's say 97% of the people who are still on Facebook feel the same way I do about how they treat people, how they treat people's content, how they police people into saying and doing whatever they want. But yet, let's remember, and I, and I was always going to swing back around to Facebook to end the show. I open the show with it. I'm going to close the show with it. But I'm going to I'm going to try to end the show each and every week with something inspirational or at least try to to end the show with something inspirational. But let's think about this. Facebook is the exact same platform that have displayed how many live suicides? How many live murders? And those videos were never taken down. And the reasoning behind that, when they would talk to the media about it, was that people had the freedom to post whatever they wanted on their platform. So then what happened? Where all of a sudden did the Facebook police come from? And who militized them to turn them into the Facebook FBI? Because if you're going to dig that deep seven years into somebody's content to find something to ban them for 60 days for, that's all you're doing. You're sitting there like the FBI and the CIA and the FAA looking for the, for the people that are saying the weird things on the Internet that maybe a normal human being wouldn't say. But you're not doing it to people that are on a no-fly list or on a, a, a hacker list, or on a potential domestic terrorism list. You're doing it to everybody, to every single person on your platform. Just because you may not have gotten a ban, or just because your content may not have gotten ripped off of Facebook, and remind you, just remember, I'm live right now, so I don't even know if my content is getting banned. The only way I'm going to know is if it happens on YouTube, because we have YouTube right here on the screen. But it may say I'm live on one, two, three, four, uh, four different Facebook pages, plus YouTube, plus Twitch, plus Twitter. 
I won't know if I'm taken off of any of those until I'm off the air. And even still, I won't know until an hour after that because I got to sit here and and produce Dave's show. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying I got other shit I got to do. But if you're going to sit there and you're going to call out all these people and tell them that they're not allowed to post the content that they're posting or say that the sky is green and that the water is yellow and that you can eat the yellow snow because it's lemon flavored and not take some of that as a joke or not try to sit there and see the comedic aspect of it or maybe even the sarcastic nature of maybe what some of these people are posting. Hey, Dave, did you know that snow's purple? Snow's purple, Dave. Come on, wake up, man. Or I can't sit there and insult somebody that's that's in a political state of power because they're that happen to be the ones that are lining Zuckerberg's pockets at this moment. Just remember that everybody in this country that is a United States citizen has the right to freedom of expression and freedom of speech. And what Facebook and Google Yahoo, uh, YouTube, what all these places, what these places are doing to the people that have made the people responsible for these platforms rich, billionaires, violates some of the very things that this country was born on. But yet people continue to log in day after day, hour after hour. And most of them end up walking on eggshells. Because they don't want to get the 30-day. They don't want to get the 60-day. They don't want to get the 90-day ban. I I don't post anything really on Facebook anymore. I share... Memes about comic books, memes about movies. Probably way too much Ghostbusters material for probably 90% of the people that are on my Facebook. I'm not going to lie. And then I promote my show. And promote the other shows that are on Redline Radio. That's about all I do on Facebook anymore. Or meta, whatever you want to call it. You know, YouTube, I I don't even go on YouTube for barely anything anymore unless it's to to re-watch one of my shows or re-watch, you know, I re-watched Crank It Up last night because, you know, I wanted to get ready for what we're doing Monday on the show. You know, but when somebody that's been doing a show for a year and a half finally gets tired of the way that Facebook has been treating them and they're a sports show. A sports show. And they got so fed up with Facebook that they said, fuck it, we're out of here. Just think about that. Think about that. That's crazy. Boggles my mind. Every day that stuff like that happens. You know, but like I said, not everything on Facebook is negative. There, there's a lot of things that happen on Facebook that that is a positive. You know, it, it, it helps keep 
families together. You know, let, let's say maybe you got family that lives out of state. That's that, a lot of times it's a way that those family members can stay in contact. Like I said, not everything that happens on Facebook is a negative. Not everything that happens on Facebook deserves this rant. But there needs to be a happy medium. You know, don't just ban words. I mean, so what's to say that somebody isn't talking about the song Renegade by the band Sticks? And they say the word Renegade on a Facebook post or post, I'm listening to Sticks Renegade. Renegade is supposedly a banned word on Facebook. Like I said, when we were trying to create the at on our Facebook page for the for the for our show here, Steel City Renegades, said, nope, can't use the word renegade. You know, so, I mean, this is exactly what people were protesting about in the 60s and 70s when they were trying to burn books and ban certain materials from schools and things like that. This is what the people of that generation protested about. Don't ban the book. Don't ban the material. Not making something not accessible. And I, I would think that this would be something that that's just permeating from any any decade, any generation. Whenever you sit there and say there's a a lost version of a movie or a lost version of a TV show or or whatever, what happens? All of a sudden, people start scouring the world looking for it. When the BBC announced that there were all these episodes of Doctor Who that had been missing since the 60s and 70s, all of a sudden, all these people started ripping through their parents' VHS collections looking for these episodes of Doctor Who when they aired on American TV here on PBS or wherever they, they may have gotten them from. The BBC has been able to recover almost every single missing episode of Doctor Who because of people who illegally recorded the show on VHS back when it was on the air. So think about that. Or, you know, all these long scenes and all these lost whatever. Anytime any of that stuff comes up, all of a sudden people are just like, yo, I got it. I've got that. Perfect example. When Rammstein put out the song Pussy, they put out a uncensored pornographic version of the music video. You know what? That'll get me banned on Facebook. Because let me tell you something. I got it. I've got the unrated, uncut, pornographic version of Rammstein's pussy music video. How about that, Zuckerberg? How about I show that on your platform? I just might do it next week. The chorus of that song is in English, by the way. You have a pussy. I have a dika. So what's the problem? Let's do it quick. And in that video, there's lots of pussy. There's lots of ass. There's a few 
swinging schlongs in the video as well. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about when I came back from break. Talk about swinging schlongs. Okay, I understand that this Pam and Tommy TV show is, is documenting the part of their relationship when the sex tape got stolen and then distributed internationally through the Internet. Honestly, I have never seen the video. I have no desire to see it. But they are recreating specific moments from the tape. And none of them are any of the moments anybody wants to see. So at the beginning of the episode that aired two weeks ago, I have not seen this week's episode yet. It just got dropped, I think, yesterday or the day before. There's the show, the episode literally opens up. And if you don't believe me, Lisa, if you're still watching, tell the people if I'm lying. The episode opens up with Jay Leno's writing team back when Jay was the host of The Tonight Show watching the sex tape. And they literally show a scene of Tommy Lee honking the boat the horn of his boat with his throbbing member i cannot make this up i will repeat that because i want zuckerberg to kick me off the air the opening scene of an episode of pam and tommy which is a show that airs on Hulu, a Disney-owned company, by the way, shows Tommy Lee honking a boat horn with Captain Winky. And then you're sitting there, and the next thing they show, like I said, was Jay Leno's writing team, and one of them was literally sitting there going, did he seriously just honk a boat horn with his dick? Yeah, that's what he did. Now, I I don't have a problem with nudity, so that's not what I'm getting at here. But I've seen more of Sebastian Stan playing Tommy Lee's dong on this episode than I've seen of Lily James playing Pamela Anderson's tits and bush. I'm donged out. I No more dong. The second episode where Tommy is talking to Captain Wanky was enough for me. I'm good on the dong. No more pee-pee. Booby. Pussy. More of that. Please. Not to say that the show isn't great. It's great. I, I'm loving everything that they're doing with it. I'm just a little over the nudity and the excessive amount of it. There was less nudity in Sex in the City than there is on this fucking show. And this is a 12-episode miniseries. Sex in the City was on the air for seven years. But anyway, guys, I'm going to cut it just a tad bit short this week. 
Uh, Got to get stuff ready for Dave to go on the air here with uh, Gary Winter. Please check this episode out. You know, Gary's one of the, the the mainstays and one of the highlights of Redline Radio. We are so proud to have him as part of our family. Suck a butt, I'm here now. What's up? Riley, you jumped in right when I'm getting off the air, bro. By the way. Okay, so uh, breaking news. Riley Chase, owner and one of the greatest tattoo artists out of Tattoo Therapy, Inc., is going to be joining Dynamite Dave live in studio on March 18th. And you know what, Riley, don't go nowhere after you're done with Dynamite Dave because I'm going to bring you on my show too. Riley has been my tattoo artist for the past 10 years. I love this man. He does amazing work. Um, if you haven't seen uh, the, the memorial tattoo that he did for Dave's brother, go check out Riley's Instagram. Riley, like just as you see, uh oh oh oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry i am so sorry that i forgot to mention that the mighty riley chase is also an actor excuse me stop the presses ladies and gentlemen hey did you hear that riley chase is an actor Okay, I'm not going to just just uh, just keep putting your accolades up and I'll just keep putting them on the screen. I'm not just going to sit here. <laughs> I was getting to that. So Riley is actually one of the newest sponsors here for Redline Radio with Tattoo Therapy Inc. We appreciate everything that he's doing here. Um you know, and, and he, you know, like I said, Riley's a great guy. He's my personal tattoo artist. He uh help bring a vision of a tattoo from my wife to life that was her christmas gift a couple years ago the thing looks like brand new you know still today uh i don't know if i can get it on camera here but we'll try you know i told rye what i wanted on it and he he brought it to life he made it exactly what i wanted him to do with it but he is right he's a painter he's a musician he's a philanthropist He's he's just been named one of the top tattoo artists in Ohio, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I know the guy personally. I've known him for for a very long time. He'll take care of you. And so when you go to Tattoo Therapy, Inc., you can say one of many, many things. So here, here, I know you're just messing with me, man, but, you know, I, at least I can bring the fire back to you, brother. I love you, too, man, and you know that. I, I, I always give you a shout-out whenever I can. I'm always trying to send business your way. You know, you help your friends out, they'll help you out, and that's always the way I felt about it. You do amazing things, dude. I do got to see you one more time about this Ghostbusters tattoo, but we'll talk about that off the air a little bit later on. Um, not to say that it's not amazing and that I don't love it, because you know I do. I, you know, I wouldn't go to anybody else. And uh, brother from another mother. That's true in more ways than one, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, let me let me just jump off. Uh, let me just say this real quick. Uh, visit Tattoo Therapy, Inc. in Parma Heights in the Greenbrier Shopping Center. Go in there. Ask for Riley. Tell Riley that you heard about Tattoo Therapy, Inc. on Money's Crazy Mind on Redline Radio, LLC. Tell him that Lee Money sent you. Tell him that Dynamite Dave sent you. He'll know who we are. And he, he's done work with Lex Vegas in the past as well. So if you know Lex, ask Lex what he's done for with Lex. We all love Riley, and we know we won't go anywhere else to get our tattoo therapy in. 
So, uh, Riley, go ahead and drop the phone number uh, in the comments real quick uh, so that people know how to get a hold of you there at the shop. And share your Instagram as well because you, you do a lot of stuff on there. I know you got some scenes from the new movie that you're in um, up on there as well. Uh, but like, like I said, guys, you know, Facebook is going to continue to do everything that they do um, to people. They're not going to stop. Like I said, they're not the Facebook police anymore. It's the Facebook FBI. They're digging into every little thing that you guys do, whether you know it or not. And that's why, from here on out, it is the mission of Money's Crazy Mind to get thrown the fuck off the air on Facebook. So if you're listening, Zuckerberg... In the words of the voice of the voice of the voiceless, the greatest advocate in the history of professional wrestling and one hell of a wrestling promoter, hey, Facebook, I dare you to kick me off the air. That's going to do it for Money's Crazy Mind this week. Dynamite Dave coming up right after this with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that broadcasts over on Redline Radio LLC, Dick Cam, every Tuesday night, Gary Winter. I'm sick of it, doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack.